so. Reverse. We bless you and we exalt you, Lord. We just thank you for being a good God. There is nothing about you that is not good. Amen. And we just thank and praise you. And Father, I ask that you break open the bread of life for your people here today. Lord, we want to hear from heaven so that you can heal us in every way, mind, body, and spirit. We want the fullness of you. And we thank and praise you, Father. And we give you all the honor and all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. We want to welcome all those who are on the Internet. And we just thank you for joining us today, those who are live streaming. And we just hope your day is blessed. And I thank all of the visitors who are here today. Amen. So we're going to talk about in the, in the pursuit of true happiness. Amen. Hallelujah. In the pursuit of true happiness. You know, there's happiness and then there's true happiness. Amen. You know, sometimes you, you think you're happy. But then in the wee hours of the night, you know you're not. But you get up and you go another day and you go through the same ritual over and over. And most of the time we're trying to achieve something or we're struggling or striving to achieve something we don't really know what. We just want to be happy. Amen. But, you know, anything outside of God is not happiness. There is no happiness outside of God. There is nothing good for you. Amen. There is nothing good for you outside of God. Nothing. And so no matter how beneficial it seems or how productive it seems, uh, no matter how profitable it might be, and I'm not saying that life doesn't offer us anything because there's some good things that happen to us in life. But the true happiness comes from God. Amen. Hallelujah. Things just don't make us happy for so long. How many of you have gotten a new car? You know how when that newness wear off, it's just another car. It's just another car note. Amen. And you sometimes you say, I should have kept that old car. You know, it was running. But no matter how good, you know, uh, the people are that you meet in your life, or how I should say, no matter how handsome, amen. But he just can't do it like Jesus, amen. <laughs> Nothing will profit you more than God belonging to Him, amen. Hallelujah. But if if it's not ordained by God, and this is something that we have to tell ourselves, if it's not ordained by God, it won't work for you. It just won't work. It may work for a little while. But then it wears off after a while. Amen. So we need to stop being afraid to express ourselves to God. And I think this is one thing that keeps us from being happy and keeps us from pursuing what God has for us is because we're afraid to express how we feel to God. We're afraid of his answer. We're afraid of his divine wisdom which we need so bad, but we're afraid of his answers. You know, we think he might tell us we can't have something, so we go and get it ourselves just to prove something to ourselves. And then after a while, that just doesn't do it either. Amen. 
but we need to always go to God. He is the wise counsel. Amen. Don't be afraid of what God may say. You know, he just may say yes, because he's already said yes. Amen. Yes and amen to all of your needs, all of your desires. His word says that he'll give you the desires of your heart. And so we need to trust him. Trust in what God is doing for us. And the more you know him, the more you trust him. The more you seek him, amen. The more you seek him, the more he reveals himself to you. Amen. And so like the deer pant for water, I just like thinking about that because that's a hunger and a thirst. That's a righteous thirst. And we need to develop that and follow God, thirst and hunger for him. You know, hunger for his affection. Hunger, and you know, this is the thing. He's right there willing and waiting to give us everything that we need because he loves us so much, but we dodge him. You know, it's like we go to God last instead of going to him first because we're afraid of what he might tell us, but that's a cue to us that our relationship is not the way it should be between us and God. Amen. Hallelujah. But we're all looking for the good life. Amen. And so is God. He wants us to have the good life. Amen. His word says that he wants to grant us the desires of our hearts. So what are you pursuing? What are we really pursuing? Amen. You have to think about that for a minute. What are we really pursuing? I think sometimes we're really pursuing to have our own way. Amen. Write our own script. Tell our own story. (laughs) Hallelujah. Because we're afraid of what God's story is going to be. But we may be surprised that when we go to God first and when we trust in him and when we take every concern to him, he wants what really what we want because he puts those desires on the inside of us. We just need to trust him more. Amen. Hallelujah. And so in pursuit of true happiness is really pursuing God. Pursue him. Pursue the things of God. Pursue the spiritual things. Amen. Pursue spiritual things. Because happiness is really not natural. It's not natural. Happiness is spiritual. (laughs) It's spiritual. It's not found in the pursuit of material things. Amen. It's not found in a carnal relationship. It's not found in the fantastic job. Not even in power or influence. But true happiness is found in him. Amen. It's found in him. Why? Because we're spirit beings and happiness is spiritual. When you get it from God, it's spiritual because the, the, the happiness that you create for yourself here on earth or the happiness that's influenced by the world doesn't last. It just doesn't last. Amen. So we need to pursue God more. Pursue him in all things. Take everything before the throne. Trust him in, in all things. No matter how small. God cares about the small things. He wants us to have all thing, things pertaining to life and godliness. In fact, he's already done it. You know, it's, it's just a matter of us, uh, him getting it to us. When we trust him, when we show our faith, amen, and when we step out in faith 
and we put uh, our faith with an action. And we, you know, step out in that, and God always gives us what we need and pretty much gives us what we want. Amen? Now, God won't give you what's going to hurt you later because he, he works all things together for the good. Amen. Sometimes our fleshly desire is one thing, and God knows that somewhere down the line it may not be good for us. So he don't allow that. And sometimes this is where our flesh comes in and our carnal thinking comes in, and we press and press to try to get what we think is going to make us happy, and we need to pull back and just pull back and pray and seek God, seek his face. And see what God has for you. Amen. Hallelujah. True happiness is in the pursuit of spiritual things. Spiritual things make us happy. Amen. We just don't know it sometimes <laughs> because we live in, a, in, a, in this world. But the Bible says we're in the world but not of it. We're not of this world. You know, but we know how to relate to the world. We do relate to the world, but we are spiritual beings. And I'm telling you, if you start to uh, consult God on every level for everything, every hurt, every wound, every need, he will supply it. Amen. In fact, he's already done it. We just have to believe it. Amen. Hallelujah. Everything is just everything else that we receive in the natural is temporary. It's just temporary. It's just stuff. But when we receive, uh, you know, when, when we, um, how can I, when we pray and we ask God to, to supply our needs, you know that stuff lasts longer than the natural stuff, the stuff that we get on our own? It really does. You know, I think even a car, if, some, if God led someone to give you a car, and I think that car, if it came through God, will last way longer than maybe a car you got off the lot. I've seen it happen. Amen. And so we need to trust the spirit realm. Trust the spiritual. Amen. But another thing I, I was just thinking about, everything that we, we get on our own. Now, some things we're supposed to do on our own. God is with us in that. Like, you're supposed to get up and go to work. We know that. But this over and above, these things that are over and above that we strive to try to attain, we need, really need to seek God on that. Because sometimes God has a, he always has an easier way. He always has an easy and a better way because he's God and he, know, he knows all things. Amen. So we need to start to trust him. Sometimes we receive false happy, happiness from working our flesh and trying to attain things ourselves. And it brings us this false happiness. And, and it's the result of seeking things. And it's, it's wrapped in insecurity. It's always something attached with false happiness. It's attached, uh, let's see, insecurities, worry, fear. Because when you go out and you get something you can't afford, there's fear, worry, insecurity, amen. Instead of waiting on God to help us get what he knows we need. He's going to give it, but he has a better way. And that's why if you need to go out and buy something, seek him first. You know, whatever it is that you need, seek him first. He'll tell you the right bank to go to. 
he'll when everybody else turn you down he's already got a bank or a somebody amen that's set aside for you that's going to work with you and be very productive and and get whatever it is that you need because god's already worked that out amen so he wants us to prove to uh, pursue life in abundance god wants us to have abundance amen hallelujah he wants us to have abundance through jesus christ and he's already made a way for us to get it the abundant life in other words he wants us to have human worth human worth is attached to abundant life only the life that he can give amen abundant life is also god's prosperity so god wants us to get it from him get it his way and he'll tell you what to do and sometimes we can get off centered or i'm going to say off key or off target because sometimes the natural realm can overwhelm us or sometimes we don't get it we miss god in some way and the thing to do is to pull back go back to god and get clear concise instructions and if you don't feel like you have that you really don't have to do anything just sit still and know that god is in this situation with you amen he's going to bring it to pass and you don't have to worry about anything he will bring this uh spiritual true happiness and when you attain things in the natural without god being involved in it those things just don't make you happy but for so long amen and then you back right back looking for for something else to buy so you can feel good you can feel thrilled so you can be happy for a little while but if we get it from god start to trust him more you know don't be afraid to talk to him and seek him on the smallest thing i mean god's got everything covered already he he already has the place where you're supposed to go buy it he has the people you're going to deal with he's got your favor there you know he's got people with warm hearts you know i never forget when i went to get a, a dresser and the lady asked me what she out of charge for it and and you know she was asking me that and i said uh-uh something else uh-uh and then when she hit the number and i want to say uh-uh but god had already told me what to pay for it. and i say i should have kept working her but i couldn't do it because i knew god had already told me what to pay and so we have to just trust god trust him in even the smallest things because he wants to be involved he wants to be involved in every area of our lives but this false uh, uh sense of of uh, humility that we have sometimes when we go to do something you know we really need to get that cleared up with god so that he can give us his best he only wants to give us his best amen and that's why we need to go to him in every area of our lives everything there's nothing too hard for god and it's nothing too small no situation too small that you shouldn't take to him and god doesn't get tired he doesn't get tired of his creation you ever felt like you're bugging god a little too much with your problems amen i used to i used to say god is me again here i am again with the same situation but you know god never gets tired 
he never gets tired of us approaching him because he loves us that much. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's go to John 10.10. Hallelujah. We want the abundant life that God has already preserved for us or set it aside for us. And we, go, we want God's prosperity. Amen. God's prosperity is life and health. God's prosperity is also wealth, children, spouses, grandchildren, great-grands. Amen. Household salvation, restoration, and the concept of the Holy Spirit. That's all in, I want to say, God's benefits package benefits package to us amen he's already um, set these things aside for us and we don't have to beg god for anything amen he's already prepared these things for us all we need to do is trust him to bring them to us hallelujah he wants us to live in the full or in the fullness of him he wants us to receive all of him and all that he has for us amen so john 10 10 says talks about the thief we know it the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy i have come that they may have life and have it more abundantly and so that abundant life is what god has for us he wants us to have life in abundance. Amen. We can't provide that for ourselves. Amen. We need God to, get, to allow us to receive that. We can't manufacture that. That's something that has to come from God. The abundant life. And that abundant, <clears throat> let's see, did he say the word abundantly and have it more abundantly? And that word abundantly means superabundance excessive over and above excessive surplus overflowing it also means profuse above the ordinary and more than sufficient so this is not something we can manufacture on our own we can't supply to ourselves or create over abundance we can supply and get our needs met we can we can go to work and get our needs met and pay our bills but to have uh, profuse abundance, we can't do that. Amen. I mean, God just has to come in there and help us. Amen. And we need to trust him to help us. And this is what causes us to be um, uh, truly ha- uh, happy. This, this is how we pursue true happiness. We pursue true happiness pursuing God and everything that he has for us. Amen. Because he is super abundant, more than enough. Amen. He's, uh, uh, that word abundantly also means Zoe, the God kind of life, you know, or, or the God love. And so all of these things God gives and he has for us because we go to him. Because he's already done it. He's already created a way for us to live happily and live you know, live above the average person. Because if we did everything ourselves, if we depended on ourselves, we'd be living just like the heathen. Amen. But we we are born again. We belong to God. We're we're supernatural beings. We're supposed to be, live above how they live. Amen. 
Amen. But you know, I, I always think about that window that that person in the book of Psalms was looking out that window and saying, my foot almost slipped when I saw the prosperity of the righteous. But you know what? You know what? And I know we've said this before. They never keep that. The, the unrighteous don't keep that. Amen? They don't keep it. And we strive to try to compete with them so that we'll have what they have because we're saved and we should have more than them. But when you get it the carnal way, they don't keep it. Amen? They don't keep it. And, you know, uh, uh, God, you know, he's angry at the wicked every day. And they never know when their number's going to come up. Amen? But we know that God is with us. He loves us. He's our provider. He's our source. And we have to live like that and let God know that we trust him in every area of our lives. And even if sometimes you don't and you're just learning to trust God, just put it out there. You know, when you get in your prayer closet, you talk to God about even the smallest things. Amen. Hallelujah. It also says in verse 10 that the thief does not come except to steal, kill, and destroy. And that's all he ever does. He wants to steal, take from you, confuse you, false teach you, amen, false lead you like the world does, amen. The thief is the God of mammon, amen, the God of mammon. Hallelujah. And you know, man, we can't serve God and mammon too. And so this is why there's so much temptation when we look and see the world are unsaved with all of this, this glitz and, and money. And, it, and the devil is trying to tempt, tempt us to try to get more, go out and run after that, that money. But that's mammon, you know. And the Bible says we can't, we can't serve God and mammon too. Amen. So we have to know the difference and not desire everything that we see. Stop letting our eyes tell us how we're supposed to think, feel. Amen. Stop letting our eyes or our vision or the view from the window. Stop allowing that to dictate how we're supposed to uh, feel about life. Amen. You know, if you don't have everything that you see worldly people have, don't let it bother you. Because God provides all of our needs. He says, look at the lilies of the field. You know, look at um, how they, God clothes the grass and the sparrow. And so if God is doing that just for little little animals, he'll surely do more for us because we're um, more important. And so we need to trust God. Amen. Trust him with everything that we have. Amen. Jesus didn't come just to give us an ordinary existence. And this is what we have. And sometimes there is something that we have to get straight with God. But if we're just uh, existing ordinarily and the world is doing better than us, we need to go back to God. You know, we can't afford to not live without him that one day. Amen. Not one day. And we shouldn't want to. But I'm telling you, God will give you more. And you, when God gives you something, you keep it. It's for sure. Amen. You don't have to worry about somebody backing a truck up to your house. <laughs> but, you know, there's, there's people in the world that worry about this stuff every day. Taxes not paid. You know, living good. 
have owe everybody, you know, but when God gives it to you, he makes it good. And we don't have to worry. We can sleep. When we go to bed, we can sleep and have peace. Amen. Hallelujah. The heathen doesn't have peace or love or joy. They're out there trying to make the next buck and take advantage of whoever they can. Not all of them, but most of them, you know, the ones that don't know the Lord. Because it's always some type of race to see who's going to get the most and win. Amen. But when you get, when you trust it in God, and when you are, um, when you belong to him, and you take every need to him, and you bombard heaven with your request, God will give you, there's no limit. There's no limit to what God will give you. He'll give you, he'll give you things you don't ask for. Amen. He'll give you things you really don't need. You can use it, but you really don't have to have it, you know. And, and he will just uh, give you the desires of your heart. But you have to trust him. You have to go to him. You know, going to God should be a daily activity. Not uh, every six months or on the first Sunday like most churches do or, you know, something like that. But, you know, we're supposed to not so much have a scheduled time, although that's good. But we're supposed to go to God because he's so close to us. And you just, you know you can go to him at any time. Amen. And he's there. He never rejects us. I mean, it's just such a wonderful thing to belong to God and know that there is somebody that you can depend on when man fail you. Because man will. We're only human. Amen. But God never fails us. He never fails us because he is a good God. And everything in this Bible we can have, it's already done for us. It's already been prepared. It's already ours, really. But we have to seek him and, and have our, our mind and our hearts line up with him so that these things can be released to us. Amen. Don't look for it. It's already there. I don't look for favor. Favor, is, favor looks for me. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Just thought about that. No, favor looks for me. I, I really don't. You know, when you go to a store, favor beats you there. You know, and, and it's there waiting on you. Hallelujah. And it's not pressuring, and it's not trying to be slick and trying to make a deal. But favor speaks for you. <laughs> favor already has spoken. And all you have to do is let the Holy Spirit lead you to that right store so that you can go and get your goods. Amen. Hallelujah. And so we really need God so much every day. We can't uh, afford to not pray, not seek him. And I, I'm just, I used to be formal when I was a new Christian, I should say. But, you know, there's no formality needed between you and God because he's your father. Amen? You know, I, there's a certain respect that goes along with that uh, relationship. But if you know him and if you love him, that, that respect is even a natural 
it's natural and it just comes so easily and and you never leave it and it never leaves you it's always there amen and so don't be afraid to take uh problems to god um even things that you might be ashamed of you ever felt ashamed you know but but at some point we learn that god never turns us away because of shame in fact he takes the shame away from us he handles all of that you know he says don't be ashamed because when we weep he weeps you know when when we are sad he doesn't like that and he does everything in his power to lift us up he lifts us up out of the the murk and the mire out of depression and you know it's nothing too hard for god it's nothing in our lives that can stump god or there's nothing that we can tell god that's gonna shock him i'll put it like that he already knows he already cares and he's already made provisions amen why don't we go to three john two hallelujah three john two not gonna say whose scripture that is i don't know (laughs) i have no idea praise god line up our learn to line up your highest desires with god's and trust his judgment we need to learn to trust god's judgment you ever get the feeling that sometimes he just don't know you well enough well maybe he doesn't you need to go visit the throne room again more amen (laughs) praying in the spirit you know praying in the spirit will always break the ice amen and it and it always brings you into his presence um with a comfortable positive encouraging feeling that god's not going to turn you away amen and that he's going to hear you you and you know it's just such a, a wonderful it's an opportunity to be able to seek god amen and to hear his voice and sometimes if, even if we miss it you said we said what you say you know <laughs> and he doesn't care if you go back amen i've been going back on a certain situation recently i said now did you tell me to do this you know and you you just stay with god sometimes he doesn't move because he wants us to come closer and spend more time amen but everything that we need to get done will get done everything that we petition god with it will happen you'll receive it in due time at the right time amen because god is never late and he loves us so much that he is just sitting waiting on us to communicate with him amen and i i believe sometimes god starts the conversation tries to get our attention but we don't have time amen amen but you know god wants us to put him first and we need to and it's just a habit looking at tv and doing these different things every day it's just a habit and we can break habits you know if you start them you can break them and just put god on the 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 agenda first amen hallelujah and and god will never let us down because he, he we're first on his mind we're first on his agenda and there's nothing that he won't do for us and so he just wants us to trust him and he wants us to learn how to come to him 
when all else, well, not before all else fails, but come to him first. Amen. Come to him first and trust him with everything that we have. So 3 John 2 starts off saying, my beloved, beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. So God is saying he wants us to prosper in all things. Amen. And he wants us to prosper in health. Even in your soul and how your soul will prosper. So prosperity is, is a, a, a progressive state of success. See, prosperity just don't come and go. It keeps going. If, if it's God's prosperity, God's prosperity is progressive. It doesn't stop. It doesn't break up. It ain't here one month and then next month you got to, you know, borrow that's not God. It's not his way. But God is, is, his prosperity is continual. It's progressive. Amen. And it's sincere. And it's, it's, a, it's a successful, it's not failure. And it's a, a successful sense of well-being where you don't worry. You don't worry about next month. Because you got enough money for next month and the next month. And, you know, you have to trust him. And when you get in that state of uh, or that realm of thinking, you don't have to worry about what God has for you. Because you know it's there. And I'm going to tell you, the more you, you trust him, the more you receive. Because your, your faith is being broadened. And you've cut those limits off God where he can do more show you more you can hear better you hear his voice hear his instructions better and you always know that it's always there amen you don't worry about september in june because september will take care of itself god has blessings for september just like today amen hallelujah the bible says don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has worries of its own don't worry about later just be concerned with today. And see, that's, uh, that's how we are. We want, it. we want to know it's going to be there. Well, that's good. No. Know it's there. <laughs> Amen. You, if you got to know it's there, know it's there. Amen. And trust God. Trust him for everything. And, you know, it's, it's so funny. You, know, you never know where God is going to get the blessings from. You know how we want to know. Well, where's that going to come from? And, you know, but when you get used to trusting him, that stuff will fade away. You won't even worry about it. Now, I'm not saying you won't think about it. You know, you say, hmm, you know, I, I really do need a little bit more money. But before you can even think it, he's already, and you find out somebody's already given you something. Or you check your bank, which I don't do. I'm just going to be, I used to. But it's already in there. You ever heard had checks that just didn't clear at the right time? You know, God can just do anything, and sometimes he can just put money in there. I don't know where it comes from. I don't care. But he's done me like that, and he's done you like that, too, <laughs> because he cares. And so don't get so hung up on because you know what, what this really is a concern for? It's, it's really still a concern for stuff for things and we have to get that worked out of our hearts it's, it's a heart it's in your heart 
you have to get that worked out of your heart. Amen. And the only way you can do that is through the washing of the water of the word. Meditating on the word. Get your faith together where you trust God and you know it's coming. You know it's there. Amen. You know it's there because you're trusting God. And be honest with you, I just got tired of worrying about it. I got exhausted. You ever been exhausted from worrying about something and then God comes through? Amen. But it's such a better way to live. Trusting God, developing a relationship, having that relationship rich and pure. It's just so, it's nothing like it. Nothing. Nothing on this, nothing in the natural can compare with a spiritual God in your relationship with him. Amen. Just knowing that he loves you, knowing that you trust him, and you don't have to worry because you know that all in all, he's there to catch you if you fall. And if you trust in him, you won't fall. But just allowing him to love you and help you and you stand back and just watch the glory of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. It's so good. And so God wants us to prosper. He says he wants our soul to prosper and be in health. And that word health means to be sound in body. Amen. And it also means to have sound doctrine. Or soundness in your faith. In other words, it means to be healthy in spiritually, physically, mentally, to be healthy. So we need to desire spiritual prosperity, which is a, a, a state of success. Amen. It, it's progressive. It never goes backwards. It's always going forward. You, you're always gaining, uh, you know, gaining in your... Um, how can I say it? Gaining in your trust of God and gaining in what you receive from him and, and starting to be relaxed, knowing that he'll come through for you. And, and it's just really renewing your mind and getting used to a new way of living, worry-free, you know, uh, when you're not concerned about tomorrow. And that's real trust. And it comes from a relationship. It comes through a relationship with the Lord. Amen. So to get prosperity, we must know it's God's will for us to have it. If you think always think God don't want you to have something, you'll never get it. You have to know that God wants you to have things. You know, he'd rather give it to you than give it to the heathen. Amen. He wants you to have things. He wants you to have prosperity, and prosperity is not just stuff, but prosperity, as we said, is wealth, health, children, household salvation, reconciliation. Health is, wealth is, is all of those things. Prosperity is all of those things, and God wants us to have it. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, we need to seek godly counsel all the time. Just think you don't have to pay a psychiatrist. Amen. I've saved a lot of money like that. Hallelujah. You know, but you just go to him. Amen. But you have to know him through relationship. And it's going to take some starving of your flesh. And I think that's what we don't like. Because we don't want to come out of our daily routine or our weekly routine. But it's so worth it to 
have a relationship with a God that loves you no matter what. Amen. He'll never leave you, won't forsake you, won't criticize you, but he'll chastise you. You know, but we learn through that, don't we? And we develop patience through that. And all the other good attributes, that godly attributes, comes through our perseverance and trusting God during good times and bad. And allowing him to do new things and good things in us and through us. Learning how to uh, make the, the old creation man just, just kill him. Totally. And, and, you know, this new creation, you know, man is, is always being created daily. And a little bit more he takes over, a little bit more and a little bit more. And we start to see things clearly. And so we need to let go. In other words, let go of all of these false things that keep us ahead of God or keep us uh, in control. And, and these false things or these carnal things keep us from totally submitting to God. And so we need to let these things go and totally trust God. When you totally trust God, you're not leaning on the arm of flesh at all. You know, you let them go and you say, you know, and this is my thing. I, I just, I'm just tired of living like that. And I want to walk in the newness of life. And I never had to make my way in the first place. But we do it because we are afraid to trust God. But he's with us. And he loves us. And he, he will supply everything. And he, in fact, he's already supplied everything that we need. Amen. Let's turn to Psalm 1. Hallelujah. And it's the Psalm of David. And David wrote this psalm when he was down low and depressed. Amen. Hallelujah. His enemies were coming against him. A lot of things had happened in his, his life. He had suffered a lot of failure. And, you know, can you imagine going to God when you messed up so bad? Now, that's really a, uh, a time when you want to go hide from God and not confront him. Amen. But David confronted him anyway. Hallelujah. He, he, he had fear, deep fears. You know, somebody was always after him. And it's just, but you know, if we look at this in another way, Psalm 1 can be a great wisdom keeper for us or teacher for us. Amen. If, if, because Psalm 1, to me, it teaches us or it tells us what to do. That's what I like about God. You don't have to guess about anything. He's already told you in his word what we're supposed to do. And then we say, wonder what I'm supposed to do. He already told us what to do. But Psalm 1 is, is it's wisdom. It's a wisdom keeper for me. And it tells you who to associate with, who not. Amen. What to do, what not. What to sit under. Where do you stand? In other words, Psalm 1 is saying, telling you where to stand and where to sit. That's how I look at it. Who you sit with, who you sit under, where, where are you standing? Amen. Checking, you know, we're to check these things and make sure we do them God's way. So Psalm 1, verse 1, it says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Amen. 
So this is saying where you're supposed to walk. Walk not in the counsel of the ungodly. Amen. In other words, don't follow the ungodly's advice. Don't listen to their plans. Don't listen to their suggestions. Amen. Hallelujah. It says, nor sit in the path, nor stand in the path of the sinner. In other words, don't walk where they walk. Don't walk the path that they walk. God has a different path for us. Amen. Hallelujah. Nor sit in the seat of the scornful. In other words, don't be relaxed around them. Don't rest with mockers. Because that word scornful, I believe it's saying mockers. Don't, and there's people that mock God. You ever seen people on TV uh, uh, pretend like the, you know, they're praying in tongues and got the Holy Ghost? And don't, don't sit with those people. It's not funny. Don't laugh. You know, amen. Don't take up with them. Amen. Hallelujah. And that word stand also means submissive. So don't submit to their path. Don't submit to their path. Don't submit to where they walk. Don't submit to what they do. Don't tell them your business. Don't tr- In fact, don't be around them. That's not your life. Okay, so nor sit in the seat of the scornful. We, we said that. Don't feel relaxed around the heathen. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. Amen. And it, it means his, his delight is in God's precepts and God's instructions. Amen. Have you ever been delighted in God's instructions? <laughs> Amen. Everything that God does has a delight to it because he knows how to do. He knows how to treat us. He treats us better than we treat ourselves. Amen. Hallelujah. It says, and his law, he medit and in his law he meditates day and night. Do you meditate day and night in God's law? Amen. The word meditate means to ponder. Amen. To, to study, hallelujah, to know what God is doing and what he's saying, hallelujah. We need to trust God. We need to obey him and just let him work things out. He should be like a tree, firmly planted tree, planted by the rivers of water. Amen. You know, you have life inside of you. And the, the, it says that uh, planted by the rivers of living water, it's in, it means that the tree of life, which is you and me, you know, we can, we can our, our roots can go deep and God can do a great work through us and in us. If you're planted in God, if you're if God is your source and you're re- you're you're receiving from Him, you know, just like that tree with the strong roots receive water from the stream, we receive life from Him, and it nourishes us and makes us strong. In other words, God stick with Him and let Him, Amen. Let Him create a life for you and be firmly planted like a tree. 
And it says, that brings forth its fruit in its season. You will bring forth good fruit. Amen. It says, whose leaf also shall not wither. So you'll, you'll, uh, you won't lose heart and your leaf won't fade. It won't wither. But you will stay productive. You will um, lay hands on the sick and see them recover. This is all. This is part of your fruit. This is part of what God created us to do. Amen. It says, and whatever he shall do will prosper. Amen. It will come to maturity. It will come to fruition. Whatever you start, you will finish. Because you're, God is with you. And you are, um, you're not in this by yourself. God is with us. Amen. Hallelujah. And we don't have to be upset or worried about anything because we'll be like trees firmly planted and God will bring forth fruit in his season. He'll use us. He'll help us. He'll do everything that he's supposed to do, but we have to be in a specific position, specific place. But, you know, we can't be fooling with the world. Amen. Sitting with the ungodly, talking to the ungodly, being on their turf, you know. Our lives will have meaning and substance. Or either, in other words, our lives will have depth and weight and value and integrity and strength and resourcefulness. All of these things, that's who we become from being hooked up to God and, and re- there receiving him by by faith receiving from him because of our our strong relationship amen and and god is is helping us every day in every way amen the ungodly is not um let's see let's do verse four i forgot that did i do four i don't think okay let's keep going whose leaf i did that and whoever and whatever he does shall prosper Verse 4, and the ungodly are not so, but are like the shaft, which, uh, let's see, where am I at? Which the wind drives away. So, in other words, God is saying he doesn't want us to be like the disobedient. Amen. Because they're blown away. In other words, they have no root. They have no strength. When the going gets tough. They have no plans, no stability. They have, they don't have deep roots. Shaft is, it has no roots. It's just something that's like a false uh, plant or something that's being blown away that has nothing secure. And so God does. That's how the heathen is. When the going gets tough, they they get going. They run. But God's people stand. Having done all, they stand because they have God with them. And God does not want us to be like the shaft that's blown away. But he wants us to have strong roots. Amen? Where we can, and, and disobedience and wickedness and living without God causes us not to have strong roots. And, and so all of the stuff that we do in the natural or, you know, we do by the arm of flesh, it's just blown away. There's no stability to it because it's not hooked up to the strength of God. It's not, uh, you know, it's not done with God. 
You know, God, anything that we create that man creates is not strong, and it will dissolve. It will be blown away. In other words, it won't stand. Amen. And it won't be justified. It's not justified. Amen. And so we need to really um, work on our relationship. God is the only answer. He's the only answer. He's the only thing that's going, the only thing that's going strong. That that word shaft means worthless and dead, without substance. And that's not us. We have substance. Amen. We have depth. We have strength. We are strong. We are courageous. Those things have, have substance. Amen. <laughs> we are overcomers. We are blessed. We are rich. We are all these things that have substance. But, you know, the heathen, they don't, they don't have all that. But they talk a good game. If you sit and listen to them, you think they have it going on. And a lot of Christians are being fooled listening to this kind of talk. And, they have, and this is why it's not wise to be around uh, the ungodly because they'll change you. I've heard people say, I'm going to change them. No, you won't. They will change you. And this is why God has already given us specific instructions on where to stand, where to sit, who to sit with, where to go, where not to go. We know what we're supposed to be doing. Amen. There's no such thing as I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Yes, we do. We're not to sit in the seat of the scornful. We're not supposed to feel good around them. And I don't. I don't feel good around heathens. I really don't. Amen. But I try to treat people decent, you know, when treat them right and let them see some God in me. Maybe perhaps they will desire what I have. Amen. And it's not something that's hard to do if this is your daily living, daily way of living. But, you know, I believe Psalm 1 is saying not to develop relationships with them. You know, where you buddy up. You know, have a relationship with God is the best way to live. Amen. Hallelujah. The best way to live. So we need to be firmly planted in our faith. Firmly planted in the love of God. Amen. And your leaf will not wither. It won't fade away. In other words, you will not lose heart or quit. Amen. And whatsoever he does shall prosper. It will come to maturity if you stand and not quit. Our lives will be have our lives will have meaning. You know, will have death and substance. And the ungodly is it's not like that with them. Amen. They have no stability and, and they have no guidance. They're just out here doing stuff, hoping that it, it'll work. When we can be sure that whatever we do, wherever God leads us, there's some type of benefit or productivity there in that place, even if we don't know where we're going. You know, God still has a plan for us. He has a place for us. You know, he holds us dear in his heart, and he's not left us, and he has not quit on us. And so if you don't hear anything from God, if you're seeking him, then just chill out. And just worship him and thank him. Amen. Worship him. Thank him for what he's doing. Amen. There's a lifestyle that leads to regret. And there's a lifestyle that is like a tree planted in Christ. 
So what are you planting or where are you planted? Amen. We, we need to think about these things because sometimes we can get a little off and God wants to pull us back in. Amen. And so it goes back, I believe, to our desires. What is your true desire? Do you desire some things over God? Or is he your total desire? Does he complete you? You understand? And so we need to even go to God in these mixed up times. If you, you know, if you're not feeling it, I think you should let God know. Because he is our partner. Amen. He's our father. He's our partner. He's our provider, our source. Our, the lover of, he loves the lover of our souls. He doesn't hate us. He's not against us. He wants us to trust him. He wants us to come to him when things are not right. He fixes things that we're concerned about. Amen. He's provided us with household salvation. Amen. Prodigals returning. I mean, God has worked everything out because he, he knows what he's doing. But sometimes we want to work around him because we're afraid what we have to sacrifice or we're afraid of what we need to invest to get what he get his approval and get what he has for us. And it's not a trick. Amen. See, we, we need to elevate our thinking. Amen. So that we can think like him. When you think like God, you know what's going you know you know God is, is already blessing you. You know he's already done it. You're not concerned about when it's coming because you know it's coming. Amen. You know, you're preparing for it in the natural. You don't just sit and just wait, but you, your faith will motivate you to do something. Amen. There's a corresponding action to your faith. And so God will lead you to do the right thing at the right time. And show God that you're, you're trusting in him. And God sees it. Don't think that he doesn't see your faith. He sees your faith. Amen. But we're to desire him and not things of the world. And I think that's what gets us in trouble. Is desiring what we see the heathen with. And it's not worth having. Because they're not going to keep it. Amen. Stuff will get us in trouble. If you let it. Amen. We need God to bring us material things. In other words, if God don't bring it, you don't want it. Amen. You don't want it. Amen. You know, we receive blessings by God's principles. He brings things to us. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, I'm not saying all the time there's not something you need to do. But God will tell you if there's something he wants you to do. But God is God all by himself. And he can, he'll create things. You know, sometimes you think something is, is so bad, you know, and, and this is so bad. But out of that, God can turn these bad things into good things. Maybe that's the way you're going to, I don't know. And so I, I've seen lately some things that were uh, not good things. But, you know, people are coming out on top because God wants to show his people that he cares about them. And that he's got their back no matter what. Amen. 
This is our Amos 9.13 season. God is working on our behalf. And I believe we all we need to do is just trust God and keep an open, um, oh, I don't want to say telephone line. We don't call him on the telephone. I heard people say, just call him up. But, you know, he's ever present. He's right there with you. You know, we don't use no phone. <laughs> but... You know what I'm saying. You ain't calling him up on no phone. Yeah. (laughs) This is a recording. I'm not home. (laughs) This is God. I ain't home. But, you know, he's he's right there with us. You don't have to call him up. Just talk to him. He's there. Amen. Just waiting on us to, to just present our, our needs present ourselves to him so that he can fill us up with everything and fear and worry and all this stuff. He, he wants to take that off of us. Amen. Hallelujah. And he takes it maybe not as fast as we would like, but he gets it little by little. And he gets rid of it. And he builds us up. See, he doesn't just take something and leave you barren. But when he takes away something that's not good for us, he instills something so much better on the inside of us. Amen? And that incorruptible seed that's inside of us, it just gets stronger and stronger and stronger. Amen? And we live out of that. That's enough to live out of. You know, that's enough for your whole family to live out of. I know they need to know God for themselves, and they will in due time because of our prayers. But I'm telling you, you can raise a whole family on your faith. Amen. And what God instills inside of you, that strength. And that wisdom, don't go here, go there. You know, those, those directions that he gives us that we so need so much. You know, God tells us what to do and what not to do. And he'll tell us what for our families. Tell them not to do that. That's the wrong thing. You know, don't go on that trip. You know, whatever it is, you know, because God cares so much. He loves our families that don't serve him. Amen. And you'll see them one by one, serve them one by one. And something, they might come in a group. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm telling you, don't give up. Don't give up on healings. Don't give up on, on your family, total family serving him. God's got all of that in the works. Amen. And all we need to do is just stay with God, stay close to him and serve him and don't put a limit on what you do for god amen sometimes we get into that like we've done enough we've done enough for god no you ain't never done enough for god you know never let never try to call the shots always let god call the shots amen if he tells you to do something do it whatever he say do do it Amen. Like Jesus' mother said, just do it, you know, and, and do it first and do it. Don't, don't pout. You know, you, you take the blessing away and don't let the devil lie to you and tell you that you're doing more than everybody else. That's a common trick that Satan pulls on Christians. You know, don't nobody care. And 
and I'm doing everything, and uh uh-uh. You know, if you're doing it, God told you to do it. Just do it and shut up. Amen? Do it, and God sees what you're doing. He sees. He knows. Talk to him if you think you're being untreated unfairly. Tell him everything because he already knows. Amen? And so you have to stay with God because the devil is here to kill, steal, and destroy. He wants to steal from you. He really, this is how the devil steals. He steals from, from you by telling you you do everything and, and nobody likes you, you know, and all of these lies. And then he'll give you a demonstration and you'll say, amen. I mean, just let people lie on you. Let them do what they're going to do. Amen. And you just watch God. Just stay with God. Amen. Stay with him. And he'll fix these things. He always does. He never stopped. He never will. Amen. He's fighting for us. You have the best man fighting for you. (laughs) What's the problem? Amen. So stand not in the path of sinners. Sit not in the seat of mockers. Amen. Mocking holy things. Don't participate in that. Amen. So where do you dwell in your heart? And that's a question we need to ask ourselves. Well, where do I dwell in my heart? Amen. We need to get rid of bitterness, anger, and pride. These things stop you, and then the devil will tell you, ain't nothing wrong with you. It's them. And he tells that to everybody. Amen. He's not going to write a new script for you. And so you have to be uh, stay close to God and be willing to repent. Re- when you're close to God, repentance is a daily thing. Amen. Or every other day. I mean, you keep short accounts with God when, you, when you're with him and when he is you're everything because he is because we don't have anything else really amen and so you keep short accounts with god you stay with him no matter what no matter how you're being treated you just stay with him amen and take responsibility for it if you need it and if you don't still repent that's what i do i say god if i'm creating anything to this situation i'm asking you to forgive me amen and so you 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 just got to be a stand-up person you can't hide and call yourself with god and he and i have a relationship with him and you know the devil will lie to you and tell you you got a relationship with him and and he don't even know nothing about you and so you have to really just, it's renewing your mind. you got to get a new mindset. If any of this is going to work, you have to renew your mind in the things of God. You have to read the word, and you have to not let it depart from your eyes and keep it in the midst of your heart. Because the word of God is life. It's life to your body. It's health to, you, to your body. It's life to you. It's life to your mind into your heart the devil will drive you crazy if he get a chance you stay away from that word and stay away from god long enough amen he'll drive you nuts i'm telling you and so you have to trust him and and humble yourself i think most 
of people who don't have a relationship with God won't humble themselves because you got to come the right way. Amen. And it's, it, it involves the narrow path. It, it's a lot of sacrifices, but it's okay because it's easy. Not hard. It's easy. What else are you going to be doing? There's nothing else to do. Amen. So we're really rich. We're, we're rich in all things. Amen. Hallelujah. Not because of, of what we have in the natural, but it's what we possess spiritually on the inside of us. We are rich. And I'm going to tell you, when you're rich spiritually, I'm telling you, this stuff, spoil, it spills over into the natural. And you look up and you have more than you need. And when you have more than you need, then you give to somebody else. Amen. You don't heap it up and hoard it up, but you help other people. That's what it's for. God is not giving you overabundance because you're cute. He gives you overabundance so that you can help somebody else. Amen. Or give back. Give back because God is constantly giving to us. Amen. All the time. And if you go home and look in your cupboards, they're not bare. They're not bare. They may be close, but they ain't bare. You know? <laughs> I can remember years I used to count up Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, what are we going to have for dinner? You know, until, and I did that for years and years until I got tired of doing it. And then one day, and I know it was the Holy Spirit speaking to me, but back then I didn't know it. And something was saying to me, you have I ever let you have I ever let you go bare or something like that and I thought about it and I said no but because when I would have that last meal plan here came something else amen so all those years I worried for nothing and I took inventory for nothing because God always brought it to me he had it on the way amen so you don't have to worry God he knows what's in your freezer. He knows what you're hoarding. Amen. He knows everything. And he said, I'm going to just wait until she eat that right there, and then I, I get her something else. But he knows what you need. But you have to, I'm going to say, and it's not going to sound real spiritual, but be vocal with God. You know, you got to let him know how you feel. He cares. Let him let him know that you are with him. He needs to hear from you. You don't need to hear from him. You know, be vocal. And and I don't mean that in a, a, a arrogant sense, but I mean, you know, let him know what's on your mind. You know, you can't just walk around staying depressed all the time and down on it's just it doesn't work. It doesn't work for you and it don't work for God. Amen. But, and that's a sense of pride when we don't go to God and, and humble ourselves and, and go to him and let him know what's going on. That's a sense of pride. It's like well, if he God, he ought to know what's going on. Well, he, he's not going, he doesn't work like that. You have to talk to him, develop a relate. That's what relationships are for. Amen. So Matthew 6.22 let me turn there. Hallelujah. Matthew. Wait a minute. 
622. I forgot what I was going to say about that anyway. So I need to turn it. And I know it talks about the lamp of the body or the eye. But I want to read that. 622. It says, the lamp of the body is the eye. If, if therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If, there, if therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is the darkness? Amen. Hallelujah. In other words, is your eye on godly things? Stop looking at earthly needs. Stop looking at stuff. Train your eyes. Put it on the word. I'm just going to say, put it on the word. Amen. Because then that, that word is light, and it's life, and it drives out the darkness. You won't have to worry about it if you stay with God. Stay in the word. That's your lifeline. Amen. Hallelujah. And prosperity automatically comes. That's the last of your worries. That prosperity, is the, it comes through relationship with God, through the word of God, meditating on the word, getting your mind cells awakened, you know, sharpened, so that you can hear his voice, hear him, and get his vision, have the mind of Christ. Amen? These things are attainable. And it just takes a little bit of time. Just a little bit of time every day. Amen. The lamp is the body of the body is the eye. Amen. And if your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness, great darkness. So what do you focus on? What are you looking at? Amen. See, what you look at, what you focus on is going to determine where you're going in life. And then we wonder why certain people are successful. You can have all the success. They have the same opportunity. Look, God gives you a blank check. You write it in. You fill it in. So whatever you want, if you want more from him, spend more time with him. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, get to know him. Because I'm telling you, you can know God and you can know his ways. You can know his thoughts. It's not far above us finding out. Because we have the mind of Christ. Amen. We do have the mind of Christ. And it is attainable. But you have to keep, you got to walk, be careful where you sit. Be careful where you stand. Be careful where you walk. You walk with God. And you don't let your feet take you, you know, feet that run swiftly to do mischief. You can't have those kind of feet. You got to shoot them feet. They ought to be dead. But you, you can't, you know, you can't like wrong. You can't like, thank you, you can't like retaliation and when the enemy falls. You can't get joy out of that. You know, by the time God gets done with us, you could care less about them people, whether they stand or fall. Be honest with you, you want them to, to make it. And I'm going to tell you something, nine times out of ten, you're going to be the one that have to go and lay hands on them and pray. So get your act together. Get your heart right. 
<laughs> Your name is on their blessing. Amen. Hallelujah. First Corinthians ten twenty three. If we can run, we only got five minutes, but I just want to run that by you. It talks about how all things are lawful. In other words, there's some things that's not against God's teachings, but all things ain't good for you. You know what I'm saying? It's not good for you. You don't do everything other people do. People would look at my life and call it very boring because I'm in my chair. Amen. But that's my business. That's what I like to do. And I get a lot accomplished in in my life, you know. And you can accomplish a lot of things for other people just being a boring person. But I don't feel bored because I feel fulfilled. Amen. <laughs> First Corinthians 10. Verse 20, 23. 10, 23. Oh, here it is. It says, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but all things don't edify. Amen. And let no one seek his own, but each one the other's well-being. Amen. And then it goes into this eat whatever is sold in the meat market. In other words, all of you, uh, what are those vegetarians all? You don't have to go all, you know. I mean, hey, if that's your thing, okay. But God calls it all good. That's not what's making you fat. Amen. <laughs> Cut your portions down and eat it all because it's all good. Amen. I know where my problem is. Amen. So we really, we need to increase some godly things. Christianity is a relationship with God. And and this relationship has to be fed and nurtured to find true happiness. True happiness is not in things. True happiness is not what God, in what God gives you. But true happiness is love, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Amen. True happiness is spiritual things. Everything, deliverance, healing, just heal me, set me free. Amen. That's true. That's what true happiness. You can't be happy if you have money and you're sick. Amen. Or if your mind, you can't keep your mind together for half a day. And you, you, you know you're going to offend somebody because you don't have that control that you'd like to have. And you worry if people will understand. That's, you see, you, you, we need so much from God. And the good news is that God helps us. He meets us at every juncture of our lives. And he is not angry at us. He is not angry. He, he is not a, a God that retaliates on his people. He won't allow us to suffer with the wicked. He, he loves us just the way with all of our faults. But he wants to deliver us too. Now, God don't want you to stay in your faults. He doesn't want you to stay in your weak state. He wants to deliver us. Amen. And set us free. Amen. So we need to increase some godly things in our lives and cut out some fleshly things. That's the problem. And pursue happiness, true happiness. Stop pursuing. See, we think that things are going, oh, if I just had a diamond ring, I'd feel love. It's not going to do it. You're going to make a big bill for yourself. Amen. Hallelujah. But we need to increase what we do for God. Hallelujah. 
It's a choice you make. Feed your soul with godliness and produce fruit that remains. Feed your soul with godliness. You can't feed your soul with trash. Feed it with godliness. And God will prosper you in every way, spiritually, physically, mentally, every way. And he'll give you the the earthly stuff. He'll give you things. He'll give you whatever you want. Sometimes I've had God say, go buy whatever you want. Charge it. Because he's made provisions for me to pay that credit card off. Lately, he's been saying, you better not go to the store. (laughs) You can overdo it. You can get spoiled. But I'm telling you, God, and yeah, God, you need to consult God about going shopping. Everything. But it's not wrong. We just read all things are not, all things are permissible. It's allowed. But not all things are beneficial. Amen. I mean, you can go. You're free to go shopping. But it may not be beneficial when you get the bill. So consult God about these things. Because, see, that's just your fleshly appetite. And the devil is using you to get you into debt. So he use, he tries to use us against our own selves. So we have to be very smart. You know, then we'll be like trees. When we have a deep relationship with God, we'll be deeply rooted. And then we'll be like trees. Amen. Deeply rooted. Deeply rooted in love. Deeply rooted in kindness, love, generosity, peace, love, and joy. And don't be blown away like the chaff. Amen. But stay rooted and grounded in love, the love of God. And be filled with the fullness, full measure. Be filled. Be, have plentitude. Everything that you need, God has given it. He's already made preparations for you to have it. Amen. The fullness of God is on the inside of us, and, and we need to let that satisfy us. You know, stop being hung up on what we got and got to keep up with the Joneses, and that's not good. You know, I want what God has for me because then it won't be a big bill at the end. <laughs> He's figured out some kind of way for me to pay for it if he gives it to me. Amen. But Ephesians 3.16, if you write that down, and it talks about being filled with his fullness, full measure, plentitude. And that's what happens when you have a personal relationship with God. You're filled to overflow with the fullness of God. And when you are filled with his fullness, you can stand anything, you know, and, and it's never too long that you're waiting for anything. When you feel you're busy being full and you have you you're not bored you have something on the inside of you that's producing fruit all the time amen and you're not bored you know well i'm just waiting you're never just waiting but you have work to do for god amen and that's important to him so find true happiness according to god's standards not the world's standards because in pursuit of happiness you have to be in pursuit of God. You have to be in pursuit of the things of God. You need to want it, desire it. And if you don't feel that in your heart, get in the Word and renew your mind. It's just the old way. It's the carnal mentality. And you can get rid of this by the washing of the water of the Word. And then, you know, we go through tribulations and 
the when you have the word on the inside of you, it helps you go through tough stuff. Tough times are easier times when you go through it with God. Amen. Let God help us. And he wants to help us so much. He wants to take the pressure off of us. He wants, but sometimes we don't allow it because we're so afraid. And then sometimes, or we're so mad, or we're so hurt, or we're so angry. I could go on and on. But God knows what's going on. He is the last to not know. Amen. <laughs> sometimes we're the last to know. But I'm telling you, God is with you. He won't let the devil come up and hit you on your blind side. That's, that doesn't happen when God is with you. Amen. Even when I had a car accident, I've never had but this one car accident in my life. And he told me when the lady was going to hit me. Didn't you tell me that too, Shannon? Yeah. He'll tell you. He doesn't let the devil sneak up on you. But that's because of a relationship. And that's because of the love of God. And so trust in this love. Amen. Trust in this acknowledgement. Because he acknowledges us. He loves us. He's never put us down. He is not finished with us. Amen. But we have work to do for him. It's not just about what we want, what we need. But it's also about, about what does he want for me, for my family, for my kids. And I'm going to tell you something. They'll do it. Don't give up. They will do it. God has everything under control, so no worries. Amen. No worries. Because God is in control. And he loves us so much. He don't like it when you hurt. He don't like it when you're wounded. He don't like it when you're embarrassed. Or he don't like that stuff. He don't like he cries when we cry. He laughs when we laugh. He wants to bring joy and tolerance and all of these things that sometimes we lack or fall short of. He wants to bring us up to standard, up to his standard. Amen. So we're immovable, unshakable. You know, hallelujah. All those unstoppable. He wants to bring us to his level. But we got to let some earthly some carnal stuff go that earthly we gotta let it go amen and god is always building on the inside of us he's always building and it's never too late if you've missed out on god for a number of years because you were out there i mean i'm telling you god does a quick work he knows how to do a quick work amen hallelujah so trust him and, and stay in that pursuit of happiness but pursue true happiness which is a relationship with him don't pursue stuff don't pursue worldly things because they will not make you that's not true happiness amen but allow god to come into your life with all of those big bowls and balloons amen because he'll wrap it up real pretty for you because he loves you. Amen. Allow him to work in your life. Amen. Never give up on God. Hallelujah. So, Father, we just thank you and we praise you. Hallelujah.